0: Welcome to the Boisterous Brothers. I'm George Rockleschmidt here with Damien Benedict. How are you today, Damien? Very well, thank you. Oh, good. I'm very glad. And what have you been up to this week? Been been getting around, choding around?
1: Choding around, yes.
0: Nosing around with your chode out the front?
1: <laughs> we can't get, really get it out the front. I mean, best intentions. It's a, it is a chode, after all. I can undo my fly, but <laughs> so there's last, no dramatic reveal.
0: Uh, last year when Damien came out to see me, he revealed what a chode is. Uh <laughs> didn't you I didn't yes, know, yeah, yeah yeah that a, was what is a chode
1: uh it is a penis which is wider than it is long
0: <laughs> That's t- that, that cannot exist and basically it doesn't have a shaft
1: Yeah uh, I'm that or it uh, it has to be quite wide I suppose like a yeah it's like, it has to be like a flat helmet I guess
0: Yeah I mean it's not just a stocky thing is it it's oh. Yeah Well, anyway we start the boisterous brothers every time with an anecdote that has nothing to do with my anecdote but there you go yeah Yeah, just so happens um so my anecdote is very very brief i had a friend who uh you know him or you knew him very very briefly he was he was a a peculiar guy because he was extremely obsessed with fitness uh he later became a marine yeah, you know, yeah, and you know, and and fair play to him, he was extremely fit, and I guess he was extremely up for all the, oh, you know, all the military stuff, you know, running over things, running under things, running away from things, running towards things, lots of running. Yeah, th- it sounds very complicated as well. I think it was it was very exhausting for him, um, but bizarrely, he he kind of wasn't what you would envision a marine necessarily to be. He definitely hulked out and everything, but he was quite camp. And he definitely had a very camp sense of humor. And for a Marine, like I say, he became a Marine. He, mm-hmm. I think he is a Marine now still. He hated mud. He hated, he like was very squeamish. He didn't like to touch animals and things like that. He was a nervous driver and all this. Uh, he had a girlfriend who uh, owned a number of guinea pigs. You know what a guinea pig is? Yeah, of course. Yeah, because I, I don't know if there's a, another name for it where you come from. Brain jail name or something. (laughs) Um, So anyone who doesn't know a guinea pig is like a rabbit, but it has extreme paranoia. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's always going like that, right? Like a little pig, but it's a pig that is in perpetual distress.
1: I mean, I have heard stories. I have not witnessed it firsthand, but yeah. But you have seen a guinea pig. I yes, I am aware of the noises that they make as well. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, give us a noise. Give us no, a noise. It's exactly Roar.
1: that. I don't, I, yeah, raw. I don't need to debase myself with this. Go on.
0: No. Come on. No. on. Yes. Yeah, That's no, like the that.
1: best I can do. Jesus. Yeah, no, I didn't really try in all fairness. So.
0: It's like you'd got your hips trapped in a picket fence, and big old Bill had come down the road with his. Anyway, never mind. A Bottle of Ajax. So, um, he had this girlfriend, long-term girlfriend, but they were both like sixteen or whatever, and uh, I guess they were in this weird routine where. Where like he would help her with her chores when when they both got home from school, so he would like feed her guinea pigs and stuff like that, right? Okay. And uh, he he was kind of alright with this, and he didn't want uh, her to know how kind of how much of a pussy he how was, how much of a essence, pussy yeah. he was, yeah, because he didn't want to touch the guinea pigs. I don't blame him; they're fucking disgusting. Guinea pig, ew. but anyway, one one day she said, "Can you cut their nails?"
1: right oh, he's not gonna like he didn't slice one of their hands off did he yes he did. what yeah. you've gotta be fucking shitting yeah, he me cut one of their hands off how his, did that happen because he's
0: a fucking idiot <laughs> right and and he just kind of like he just like like put some straw on it and then left
1: you know what I mean oh <laughs> like, my like, fucking word and what was that was that it was that the end of well, that relationship never ne- returned she never
0: knew it was him she thought like one of them had bitten it one of the other ones had bitten it off oh, fuck oh no really yeah. jesus fucking christ yeah. that's horrific I don't, he, I don't know if he cut a hand off but definitely definitely several fingers right okay right? yeah because he a... said there was a lot of blood for like how small it was and... oh
1: god yeah did he ever fess up did you ever find
0: know, out, he never fessed oh, out well, but yeah well i suppose yeah. so you wouldn't would i don't, be I don't
1: you. know what yeah that's it's pretty bad. I I, mean, I figured you were gonna say he like he made a beeline for the kitchen with it and like tried to cauterize it on the fucking hob and like set fire to the rest of it. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Uh, but
0: yeah, he he did that. What would you have done? Because I I kind of think what he did was was kind of right. I mean, the first thing I would have done is I wouldn't have fucking cut its hand off. Mm-hmm. But the the second thing I would have done is yeah, probably I'd have probably said like I don't know what's happened. Uh, but one of them's bleeding. Yeah, I didn't no, do
1: it, I, I I would fess up pretty quickly because I just don't think I I personally feel like I wouldn't be able to get away with that.
0: Yeah, the pr- pressure would probably get to you. They'd probably find you swinging from a rafter one day <laughs> afterwards or something like that. Yeah, I, I, do you think you could get away with it? Because he did. Well, but
1: you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's one of those things you kind of have to. Uh kind of gauge I mean I don't know how dumb his girlfriend was but
0: uh... I don't know I don't know if it was if she was dumb I mean I guess if you're there like I don't know don't know what happened I suppose it depends how good, or good of a liar you are I don't know what was he uh, did he mention what he was using to cut like the nails because uh, yeah it was a lawnmower no I don't know what he was using but I imagine it was like a like not pliers, but you know, yeah, wire cutters or something. I don't, I
1: mean, I've just been imagining it in my head with like traditional human nail clippers. I mean, they've got really tiny hands, so I imagine he would just must have slip the whole hand in it, just like clunk. I I I don't know what he was doing. I mean, if you ask me,
0: it's kind of weird that they need their nails cutting. They do. They did live outside mm. in this not nest, but oh no, a guinea pig nest. Gonna have to clear out this guinea pig nest. What would you call it? I don't know. Uh, Well, uh,
1: they would just have a shack, wouldn't they? Shack.
0: The guinea pig shack. Yeah. Definitely needed a new... Guinea warren or something. New double glazing. Guinea hold. Ugh. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. Have you ever ever done something like that? Have you ever been in a position where you've done something by accident that if your girlfriend found out, she would dump you? Because she... uh, My friend's girlfriend would have dumped him.
1: If you, if oh you without find, a shadow yeah. of a doubt, I he mean cut, yeah. yeah I mean that's that is horrific, you I don't at the
0: very least it's it's gonna be some hassle,
1: yeah, 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 no, I haven't had anything like that, but I mean when it comes to the pets and stuff, I remember like my uh my mum and a boyfriend at the time took me round to she was. They were going over to a friend's house for drinks. People that I've known, I never saw before that night or never saw again. Uh-huh. Um, and they had a, uh, But you a, saw them that night? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but they had a son who was a, l- a couple of years older than me at the time. I, and you I think, raped him? I was like 13 and this guy was a fucking yob. No. How old was he? He must have been like 15, 16. Oh, but so you, he was older than you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he raped you? Oh, god, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but he had a pet rat. And, he uh, had a pet rat? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: What sort of fucking human being has a rat for a pet?
1: Well, my dad... But it your wasn't, dad had a pet rat. Well, not really. He, we, he had a kitchen that was infested with a fucking huge rat, but he liked it and would like leave food out for it. Li- that's crazy.
0: Yeah. Okay, that, okay. Forget forget the kid who owns the rat. That's just a phase. Your dad, your father, while while you were in your twenties.
1: Uh, yeah. This would have be, been uh, 2021. Something yeah. Like
0: that. He he had a rat who was living in his kitchen, a massive one, okay. which he would
1: leave food out for. Oh, gotcha. My dad's a big kind of animal not lover, Earth Money. No, Joe, yeah. that's not
0: an animal lover. That's a crazy person. Yeah,
1: he named it Jack as well, Jack the Rat. It would like fucking. Did, did it have a backstory? Uh, I'm sure it did, but he never elaborated on it, but oh. you kind of see there was the look in the eye. Yeah, did he ever do. A... I mean, he got. He was legitimately upset when the rat stopped coming or just died or whatever. He was upset when the rat stopped coming? Oh, gotcha, yeah. Not like mourning, but he was, you know, he was aware it wasn't there anymore. He was. Yeah. That's that's mental illness. That's going to be
0: my catchphrase whenever we talk about your dad. That's mental <laughs>
1: illness. That's crazy. What mm-hmm. the fuck? Yeah, I know. I mean, I was... Why like, did
0: it stop coming? Was someone leaving better food out for it?
1: No, I I mean, it was a huge fucking rat. sure <laughs> it just, wasn't a cat? Yeah, I think... I just think... I, the thing was either caught or it just dies. You know, yeah, the right. rats don't exactly have a long lifespan and this thing was fucking huge. So. Yeah, right. So yeah.
0: It was probably ready to... To
1: just burst and out, out come little rats.
0: Yeah, and you only had one rat, because it was like King Rat. It was in charge of yeah, the kitchen, it, right? Yeah, yeah, I
1: think it it did it probably kept quite a quite a few, few away. Actually, I remember there was a point a few years before when we had like quite a few small rats running around. But when this thing was there, was nothing. There was only signs of this one rat ever running around. And oh. it, I saw, it, I caught it once, um, and it was head to tail, like fucking like that. It's one of the biggest rats yeah. I've ever seen. Like
0: what for radio? Like what?
1: Um, I'd say a good like. A foot and a half long. Yeah,
0: for European people, like what?
1: I don't know, like two meters. <laughs> two
0: meters. <laughs> it was eight fathoms long. Um, that is crazy as fuck. I. But have you ever destroyed something of your girlfriend's though? No, no, no. no.
1: I've never, I, I've never had been in a position like that.
0: Just her rat. All right, I'm sorry about that. I would like to apologize now to everyone who, who heard me say that. Now it's time for bilge water. Yeah. Dad's rat. She's fucking Christ.
2: Hello the boisterous brothers! This week the Chinese Navy confiscated a US submarine. However the submarine was in international waters and was unmanned, so if you're going to throw away your toys I think that sounds like fair dibs. This would have never have happened if you'd have had a couple of sailor types on board with a harpoon gun or two. Also, US President Barry Obama came out and accused Russia of rigging the election. Well, kind of. Any solid accusation could mean there has to be a recount, or even more boring, another election. Let's just be done with it and elect ourselves a king for life, said UN Secretary Ban Ki-moon. Yours reportedly, Lieutenant Colonel Anonymous Bilgewater. Fraser is at odds with his sexuality,
1: After a series of lascivious dreams about his co-worker the restaurant dandy, who from this episode onwards he refers to affectionately as mummy. Frasier spirals into self-loathing upon the realization that he is now a man-man. This episode's conflict is resolved very quickly when his homophobic father says no. Frasier theorizes that this dream is symptomatic of his subconscious urge to doink his deceased mother, Frasier does not elaborate on this, however, enough.
0: Okay, well, uh, you know, don't get me wrong, that was a very good Frasier, it was a very nice Frasier, but we didn't quite finish, I realised. You you hadn't told us about this kid with the rat. I was distracted by your father being... Well, a mental. A, a mental, you know, someone who's in need of
1: help. Yeah, I mean, my dad is pretty much, pretty much a shot in I'm surprised... Uh, I think he's trying to become something out of a Disney movie where he's a friend to all animals, you know? Yeah, Puts his arm out, and I think he really does want to like a, a Robin Redbreast to kind of land on. It and he sings to it. Yeah, I think he feels the same way about the the rat. So, yeah,
0: yeah, like you know, like that Disney movie Snow White, friend of the rat. Yeah. Yeah, so you were talking about your friend, you not your friend, the older boy, the bigger boy. Yeah. Who had a rat?
1: Yeah. Um, this is someone else that um, on, uh, on the same kind of uh, topic of like destroying a pet. He had this pet rat, and. Um, yeah, he was it was a real thug. This little uh, this this, this guy. little rat. Yeah. Yeah. That was fuck you. Fucking deserved it. Yeah.
0: But he was. Um... He was there in his bother boots.
1: Little bother boots. <laughs> oh yeah, this little rat was a skinhead as well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. His head was completely bald. And you could see a ton of swastikas on. <laughs> yeah, cute. Oh yeah, it was adorable. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, shameful but cute.
1: Yeah. But um, this guy, well, this kid was showing me how he can make his rat squeak, and I'd never really heard a rat make a noise before. I assume though, for the most part. Holy, silent And it went, and roared like a fucking lion. Yeah. Yeah. And so he gets out of this cage and he sets it on the ground. He's just kind of built in his head and he's just like squeaking it. Yeah. Sque- he would squeeze its chest and, and each time go, it would squeak. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was kind of cute at first, but he would get, he started start amping it up. Why? Because he...
0: To achieve another squeak. He was chasing the squeak. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, I guess I got the impression that he does this quite a lot with this rat. Um... It was just a toy
0: then. It was just like a, a rubber dog toy or something that he had. Yeah. That's why he had the rat, to squeak it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Invest
0: in Play-Doh, that's what I say. <laughs> I love a bit of Play-Doh.
1: Well, maybe that's what this kid saw, really. He was just off the fucking charts. Yeah, yeah like
0: but... like when he saw you, he, he just saw like someone with a fruit bowl for a head walk yeah. in and, and all of that. and. You know, like, his bed wasn't a bed at all. It was just a massive Toblerone. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: sleep in a racing car. But, yeah, he's getting carried away. I think he's showing off a little bit, and he's clearly, yeah, as I say, yobbish. So he's getting, giving it more and more, and this thing is yelping louder and louder and louder. And it gets to a point where he really does just, like, cl- clamp his hand down on this fucking rat. And, and it, it, did, it didn't bite him. No, it's the way he was holding him. Right. So his kind of, like, paws were kind of... He right. couldn't reach around and get his hand. Right. Um, he'd already... I think he'd already... Dealt with being bitten by this rat before, so he knew how to fucking grab it. Right. Um, and yeah, he basically just closes his fucking palm up on it, and it—it's re- just it, the noise it made was fucking horrible, and just mangled it. I mean, its ribs must have been broken. Yeah. He put it. He puts it back down, and he, just, he can't walk. And then um, I, I know you never saw these people again,
0: but what happened to the rat? I mean, you must. I have, have...
1: absolutely no idea. I mean, this was almost this was pretty much as I was leaving as well. Um, when I just, I had nothing to say to him. I, I, I just kind of was like, eh, massively fucking uncomfortable. I get called, you know, it's time to leave. And I don't say anything, don't bother saying goodbye or nothing like that. And I, I'm fucking horrific. Were you scared? God, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I cried in the back of the car when we left. I was so upset.
0: And you were 18. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> and, it was like two weeks ago. Yeah. And, <laughs> yes, you were 38. And you were trying, uh, sorry, he was trying to scare you or he... No, he
1: he, he was just the loot. He was just, he he thought it was funny. He yeah, thought right. it was funny. He was just playing with it in uh-huh. his fucking head. I mean, I get, that I probably, I'm sure this kid had been in, like, quite a few fights at school. I think he kind of fancied yeah, himself like kid, that. Yeah, a rough kid. Yeah, yeah, But, uh... Wow, that's... Uh... No, he wasn't posturing anything like that. Or maybe, I mean, I didn't think of it like that. I was just fucking mortified.
0: Yeah. Well, there you go. You know.
1: Yeah, I do but I don't know what happened to the rat. I don't know how he kind of, how his his parents didn't know about it when I left, and I don't know what the fallout was ever going to be. And right, I mean, because I guess if you're
0: fifteen, I don't, I mean I don't know, but I imagine like if my son had a pet, maybe not rat, like a pet hamster or something. Mm-hmm. Like if my fifteen year old son had a pet hamster, I would never ask about that pet hamster. Right, I would never <laughs> say, "How's your pet hamster?" I don't care. You know. If you come to me and say, my pet hamster's dead, the only thing I'm going to say is, how did it die? And unless you say, well, I was squeezing it, then I'd probably, I'd probably say, well, I'll get you a new one then.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe his parents wouldn't know. Uh, this can't be the first rat he's I, squeezed to death.
1: Well, you never know. Well, maybe. I, didn't, I hadn't considered that. Um, but, I mean, well, they invested quite a bit in this rat because it had a huge cage, a lot of, like, fucking right. obstacles you, and shit. Yeah, but toys you can and... get another rat. I know that, but I mean, like, they would have spent, yeah. um, I would say, three figures on these cages right, and right. bits and bobs. So. But, but,
0: like, when he squeezed the rat then and he put it back in and it wasn't moving, was he, did he express, not regret, but kind of, you know, wonder, like, oh, it can't move? Or was it just... Yeah, oh, he, he kind of go. just kind
1: of laughed at it. Wow. Um, but I think, I don't know, I don't remember, if his time kind of seemed a little bit desperate, like, he was trying to seem like it was really funny, but he knew, knew he fucked up.
0: Ooh, yeah. Oh, Is well, that... <laughs> I, I, I kind of understand that a bit more. Like, I, I've not done that to a rat, but I, I've definitely done things where it's kind of like, oh, fuck, mm-hmm. my mum's going to find out and I have to pretend that I don't know I've done something wrong mm-hmm. or something. Wife. Whatever. So, Frazier then. Fr- this Frazier was about a, a dream that Frazier has, a wacky dream. Many, many dreams. Many dreams. Have you had a wacky, wacky dream? With cool whip.
1: I've had many batshit dreams, but mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. uh, on the spot. Have I'm you ever not... had
0: any gay dreams?
1: Oh yeah, all the time. Yeah. Yeah. About me? No, I'm do better than that. In my head. In, in your head, head yeah. In my head. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm quite the catch. I mean, you know, I will be.
1: <laughs> I will be in like 20 years. In 20 years, yeah, I will be in 20 years. Going to get all my kind of defining lines.
0: I will look fucking good when I'm old. I mean, that's the only shot I've got. <laughs> um... How, come on, then, tell us about one of your weirder dreams, then. I uh, mean,
1: on the spot, I can't... You
0: can't I... Come on, you knew you were going to do this. Come on, there's something you're hiding, isn't there? There's some dark dream in Damien's subconscious that you know, you you know you want to talk about. You know you, you want to give it to us. I remember I was laying down once when I was, um, like, eight, I think 18 or 19. I was laying on the couch... And I woke up, but I couldn't move. But my eyes were open, but I couldn't move any part of my body.
1: Yeah, I've had those. That's fucking terrifying.
0: Yeah. And like something came out of the the corner, the top corner of the room, like it was a like a hallucination, and it was a gargoyle, and it spoke in a language I'd never heard before. I'd hope
1: that's a fucking hallucination. But I, I could I understand <laughs> I could understand
0: what it was saying. Um, but yeah, that that was like the weirdest dream I've had—a waking dream. Oh yeah. Yeah, waking dream, waking dream.
1: I would say that's the weirdest, but I've had those, and they yeah, are it absolutely fucking terrible. Yeah, it was the weirdest dream I've had. Yeah, yeah. I would say it's the weirdest dream I've ever had. But yeah, I, I never said it was the weirdest dream you ever had. All right, all right, all right. It's idiot. All right, fuck you. Go up. on then. Tell I you. was gonna. No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> interested in sharing anymore. All right, it just puts me in the fucking firing line, <laughs> come on. and it fucking hurts come every time. On, come, come on. This is gonna be an evening. it's gonna be a long fucking. You entry know i nice to
0: you, big head. Come
1: on. No.
0: I, you. You've worked really well on the fat on the back of your neck, so. Looking good. <laughs>
1: Are you fucking cut! Did you wait till I was drinking?
0: I <laughs> <No. laughs> didn't even notice. I mean, you're always eating something. You're just putting something in your mouth.
1: I had a lot of dreams where I'm, like, flayed alive and stuff like that. Oh, yeah? hmm Really? Remember, yeah, I remember, like, the first time I I And, what, I and you can feel it? Yeah, I'm convinced that sometimes I have kind of feel pain. I had one dream when I was maybe, like, 10, something like that, where I remember looking at my hand and, like, cutting off a finger with a knife and was convinced I could feel the pain.
0: I don't think I've ever had a dream like that Yeah. Where I've hurt myself, no.
1: No. Oh. What do you mean? Oh, no, oh, maybe it's just me. Maybe there's something really, really wrong.
0: No, I imagine that it's more like that's completely healthy, because like on some level you hate yourself, but I'm just like in my dreams, like no, <laughs> I'm perfect. Ah, <laughs> yeah, I'm perfect. no work to be done here. Yeah, I'm like uh, the the Quaker on Quaker Oats. I am like that satisfied. I've just filled my pants with shit. Yeah, and I love it. That's my subconscious.
1: Yeah, I do remember one dream I was like trapped under the like wheels of a train. I mean, like, my body was, like, bifurcated from the waist. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened next was uh, I was rescued. and The I, top half of you was rescued. Top half of me was yeah. rescued, yeah. No one was wasting time on my uh, lower half at all. No. Much like life.
0: I don't know, you, you know, I mean, if you, you're on it and everything, that, that could be a good pair of shoes that you've just got yourself.
1: Yeah, they're not saving my legs, though. They're, they're after the shoes. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, after the shoes, yeah. I mean, were your legs still attached?
1: I didn't see my legs in all fairness. Were
0: I mean, attached? I, I mean, attached to each other. I think maybe. Because then, you know, then you might as well go after them because you're going to get two shoes. Go after one leg, what's the point of that? I suppose you might have your wallet and your jeans.
1: Maybe. I don't think yeah. those players were prevalent in this dream, though. Mm. Um, that mm. would be... Yeah, it's I don't more know...
0: of an OT9 sort of thing.
1: OT9? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so when I get rescued, I, am... I turn around and see who has rescued me, and it is... Um... It is Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. Um, but I can just, I can distinguish who it is. Yeah. But, normally, but only just. But only just because his face was melting.
0: <laughs> and his his face was melting like it's under a heat lamp or something, like kind it's wax of. or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah.
1: It's just like really old, kind of dusty kind of flesh just kind of flaking off and. Oh, it's flaking of- off, right. Well, it's, it's a weird mix of both, really. Right. It's, it's, it was a dream that's completely fucking nuts. And you yeah.
0: remember this quite vividly.
1: Only this bit. I know that it was quite a long dream, and the rest of it was fucking batshit as well, but I cannot for the life of me. And I mean, were you scared? No, this, um, no, not really. Uh-huh. Um, that's Yeah, I mean, I do remember quite clearly being sliced in half but, and trapped under a train, but it wasn't... It's, it's not what I would call a nightmare. It wasn't very distressing, but uh, it's still fucked up. Yeah. It is. It's pretty fucked up. Um, and that's just, I think that was like, yeah, that's just a snippet of what actually happened in that dream that evening. It was...
0: Ooh. Right. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't want to get too kind of technical on things, but I remember reading something that somebody had written, like a doctor had written this very long piece aimed at the layman, the layman, to explain the meaning of dreams. Mm-hmm. And essentially what he said was they don't mean anything. Yeah. Like if, if you're worried and you're worried in your dream that you're worried in your dream because you're worried right mm-hmm. you know if if you're constantly thinking about something as i am you know like yeah, youtube yeah, or work or whatever and you dream about that that's just a sign that you're worried about it or you're occupied about it if you dream about someone maybe you thought about them in the day like i often have that i often find that i'll think about someone i haven't thought about for years mm-hmm. and then i'll have a dream where they appear or something but apart from that it's completely meaningless it's just bullshit your mind comes up with
1: good yeah that's that's reaffirming because yeah. otherwise I, oh, oh, yeah. I don't...
0: unless something about a train and uh, the director of the room but i don't know what that is uh, so, no. No.
1: that's like one of those you you must be like super gay dreams something like that <laughs> you know you're but like super gay, gay if... for all your parents and you know at the same time gay for all your parents like, all so... of them all eight of them <laughs>
0: super incestuous gay dreams yeah well i, I don't know I, I think that um Dreams are good, but dreams can also be bad. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. That's that's a good thing. Isn't it wonderful that we dream? Also, I've had lucid dreams. Oh, yeah? I've had dreams that I can control. And I know that if I started to kind of really try and do it after a lot of practice, I could control my dreams. Right, okay. Because I've done it like twice where I've controlled my dreams and, you know, taking it down different avenues and stuff. Totally not worth it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I've, yeah. i mean, I've. What's can't... wrong with your life if you need to do that? Because you know you're in a fucking dream. The good bit about being in a dream is you wake up and you go, "Oh God, thank God that didn't happen." Or the opposite, which has happened to me as well. Like, <sighs> oh, I was so close to being happy, but then I woke up.
1: Yeah, I get those quite a bit.
0: <sighs> yeah, so,
1: so yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I
0: don't get the point of lucid dreams.
1: I've, I think I've had a couple but um where i'm very much aware that i'm dreaming but kind of controlling it like you try flying or doing this that and the other um, and right. it never really kind of works it's never well, satisfying and i don't have dreams where i see things like that like it's like one thing i can't do in a dream is fire a weapon well okay all right that that's a bit
0: different but what i was going to say is like if you, if you watch inception and it's like oh i dreamed up this city and now yeah, the city's yeah. bending and stuff I don't dream like that. I don't dream objects no. and things, you know. I i mean, I couldn't describe you what the floor looked like in my dreams. My dreams don't have a floor. It's not in a th- mm-hmm. its not in a physical place, yeah. my dreams. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, so there you go. Except when they are. Mm. Alright, so now it's time for...
1: Heronimus Swash. Join
0: Heronimus Swash and Mamo as they continue their journey in this week's instalment of The Case of
1: the Curse of the Ruby Garnet. Part 7. Hurry Mau Mau, we have to get to the top of this volcano before the ruby garnet. I'm going as fast as I can boss. Give it some gas, man.
2: Look, they're passing it to that motorcyclist. The road's too narrow for the jeep. Well, we'll have to
1: stop. Look, a miner with horses. You, miner, give us those horses. Oh, I cannot. It is forbidden for me to leave this horse or any of its silver. Private dick business. Get on, Mau Mau. <laughs> up! Mush. Avanti, you swine. Mau Mau, my horse isn't moving.
2: Pronto, my equine friend. It seems these horses are trained only to respond to certain commands.
1: We don't have time for this, Mau Mau. Revive the miner.
2: He's out cold,
1: boss. Well, in him hot. Ha <laughs> ha! What a beautiful play on words.
2: Hmm, maybe he has some energy giver. Look, Peruvian marching powder. Okay, hold on. I'll get on my horse and you hold on to the lead. Maybe this one will pull the other. Okay, horse. Sniff the powder. Ah! Jesus Christ! Mao Mau! Mao Mau!
1: Jesus Christ!
0: Meanwhile, at the top of the volcano our two heroes are yet to be seen. Darling, once we have the Ruby Garnet, you and I will reign over
2: this kingdom! As kings! Oh, I cannot wait! Free at last from rich and poverty! And all that is needed is but the final stone in the plinth! Suspended over this fiery volcano! How exciting! Like horse camp! Yes! Like horse camp. Professor, love me some gold.
1: Here is the uh, ruby garnet. All went as well as I expected, of course. Yes, Professor, but Bert died. The doc said he might have had a heart failure.
2: Not Bert. I owe him $15 for the henchman miner mixer tickets. I could give it to his next of kin for you. Hold it right there, love me some gold. Swash!
1: Did you just club Harris to death? He's been here for three years. He's fine. Just a little dazed is all. A pickaxe handle to the face will do that to a man. He's bleeding out of his ears. You'll be bleeding out of your ears if you don't hand over the Ruby Garnet. Yes, how drill, But gun trumps bat. Yes, but Mau Mau trumps gun. Ah! Good job, Mau Mau. Thanks, boss.
2: Quick, my little cow. The Ruby Garnet. Freeze, Swash. I'll blow you away.
1: I'll blow you away like leaf on a train track. Like a up in the rain.
2: Yes, thank you, Mau
1: But why, Lady Telephone? Why betray your family like this? That
2: infernal Ruby Garnet has brought my family nothing but bad luck ever since we stole it from the greedy peasants who tried so hard to hide it in their smallpox wounds. It's about time it made itself useful, and my foolish brother isn't going to do anything with any money other than waste it on building hospitals and orphanages.
1: She doesn't need to explain herself to you, swash, you dick. I may be a dick, but I'd rather be a dick than a man with bad diction, which is what you will have when I beat the teeth out of your mouth. And now to die. Oh, no you don't. To be pleased, let's be having you. It's the jolly Indian we met at the plain. And he's brought an army of other miners. Now back off. I am your king. Quick, my love, stand by the plinth. You're not our bloody king until the garnet is in the plinth. Quick, everyone, seize him. Quick, my love, catch it and put it in the plinth. Your tiara! Well, would you look at that? I didn't know lava could consume a body so quickly. Oh, well, now I'll never get my deposit back on that tiara. Please do be seizing
2: him! No, wait, stop! Damn it, Swash! You haven't seen the last of me! You haven't seen the last of Professor this of Gold!
1: Well, Mau Mau, all's well that ends well.
2: Well, apart from Lady Telephone, or the miner you hit,
1: or the traffic warden I hit, or Luigi. Or, I suppose, for ourselves, when the museum finds out we dropped the ruby garnet into a volcano. Yes, this is quite a pickle. I suppose... I suppose a ruby emerald is worth about the
2: same as a ruby garnet. And a ruby diamond must be worth a couple of plane tickets.
1: Probably with enough change to get one of us drunk and laid.
2: I'll go and see if the horses are coming
1: down yet. You do that, Mau Mau. You do that. And I'll just swipe these. Empty this treble henchman's pockets, and we'll be on our merry way. Thus concludes the case of the curse of the ruby garnet. But Hieronymus Swash will return in 40
0: million leagues under the sea. And we have quite the treat for you in the studio right now. It's Leroy Latoc. Take it away, Leroy.
2: the rat. Rat Rat. Whatever will. Ah. Why? Azores, Tranquil Mobility, Dreams of Rats, Rats of Dreams.
0: This one's called Dream of Borges. I have seen this cat before, doing the same things, in the same way in some place else, not here. A little street, dusty windows and balconets overhead, cobbles reaching a curb, or not, tarmac overshadowed by glass-faced offices, or towers of data, but the cat remains the same. What if I am not me at all, but only memories, played over and over, or memories of memories, or nothing at all but electric pulses, blue and red, on a tessellating grid, out riding on machines of our own imaginations and selves, with a man with a moustache who made his own costume. What if I am Trongai, and Trongai is me, and our existence is only our own memories, and we are forever the same, forever alone, to live the same life over and over, making our own costumes beside each other, never realising one another's stitching skills and understated creativity. And that's from Marion in Freetown. Thank you very much for that, Marion. So we were talking about a rat, a very special rat. Very special. Very special, but not special needs. No. Well.
1: Well, in, in body, at in least. In body,
0: in body it was very special needs. Yes. Yeah, it needed a, a tiny bullet going into its
1: tiny brain. No, I like to imagine it in one of those little uh, electronic uh, wheelchairs with a little joystick. Yeah, right. Oh, no, 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 the, one, the ones you have to, like, blow into a tube to kind of... Oh,
0: my God, so it's paralysed from the neck down. Yeah. right. <laughs>
1: but apart from that, you know, gave
0: it, give it a maths test, give it a physics exam, it would it would ace it.
1: Oh, yeah, well, unencumbered by the physical form, it can now... Yeah. Pu- you can, it, it's unencumbered to uh, finally pursue all those uh, intellectual bits and bobs.
0: Right, yeah. In, in many ways, you know, it, it will turn around one day to... Uh, to, you know, its tutors or whatever, and say, being put into this wheelchair, in many ways, was the best thing that ever happened to it's, me. It was a blessing. It was a blessing, yeah. And yeah. they that have
1: tears in their eyes. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'd never be more proud. Yeah, it really This m- is why I, be- I got into teaching. Yeah,
0: it really helped me focus on working out the mass of Pluto's moons. And I wouldn't have wouldn't have done that if I was still, you know, swinging dick jock.
1: Yeah. So, uh, oh, well, are you going to side us with any credit for like helping you as far along as we have? Fuck off! <laughs> So, I heard that in
0: London, you're never more than six feet, which is, uh, I think, about 8,000 meters away from... (laughs) This is what we're going to do, right? We're always going to get it wrong. Uh,
1: Away from a rat. I heard the exact same thing, and I'm not... I think we're
0: going to say the opposite. Like, you're always, always, like, millions in London... London is like the anti-rat rat capital.
1: No, I was going to say it's less than six feet. You're actually yeah. given like a rat to handle. It's so a, how you, yeah. I mean, t- it's a not, rat is actually it inside operates, your bloodstream. It operates as, as the Oyster Card does, and that's right. what you exchange for. You to, it, it, yeah. <laughs> you all these crushed, <laughs> crushed rats on the other sides of ticket barriers. They're very
0: old ticket barriers,
1: so you really have to whack the rat down with some force. No, you just you just have to feed it in that little uh, in the in the traditional <laughs> ticket uh, <laughs> slot. You're already mashing it in. <laughs> When you, you see these these barriers, when you go through London now, and they're all just dripping with blood every time, everywhere you go, <laughs>
0: twitching tails. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, obviously, you know that would that statistic would mean that rats have divided themselves up into some sort of grid system, mm-hmm. which they haven't. I mean, obviously, you know when you see rats, there's like a hundred all together, all they're having a big yeah, yeah. big old gang bang, but. Um, which I guess means you're probably quite far away from a rat until you're very close to many rats.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's a a bullshit statistic. It's always about, um, well, a mean or something, or a medium or something like that, I suppose. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I can get that. Yeah, I mean, when you're
0: in the cable car going over the Thames, you're not not near a rat, are you? (laughs) You never know. There's probably one operating it. Oh, fucking hell, sorry. (laughs) Sorry, Jim. Hmm. So what do you think about that then? I mean okay, maybe a bullshit st- statistic, but it does reflect the the rat population in London. I guess it's uh, it's a dirty city we both live. Oh gotcha! yeah yeah
1: yeah. It's uh yeah, there's a lot for them to fucking thrive on. I mean, yeah, I just say there's only like a, a few pockets of London which are very plush. Yeah. Um oh, i even, say plush e- even but, then the
0: streets are dirty. Yeah,
1: I would say there's some areas that are plush, but there's a, there's all a, a smaller number and it's not they don't exactly cor- 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 correlate correlate thank you of places that are actually like vaguely hygienic right. um yeah as you say the rest of it's just fucking filth yeah i mean
0: i remember um thinking that i've never seen like a whole mcdonald's meal discarded before like we're both from the same place well we're not both from the same place but we both lived in the same place mm-hmm. up north which it's definitely the dirty stuff there. You know, you, you get people like who drop a burger wrapper or who drop, you know, what, not a can of Coke, but like a. Well, there's. Like a, a paper cup of Coke. Like a, right, you know, okay, a yeah, yeah, big yeah. one, right? You, you see that all the time. But I've never actually seen in the gutter a whole McDonald's meal that's been eaten, but then just discarded, like the whole thing, like on a tray.
1: Fucking hell, really? Yeah.
0: And I used to see that in London all the time. Maybe not on the tray. But do you know what I mean, like yeah, everything. Yeah. Like somebody had sat down in the gutter, they'd eaten everything, and they just left it there.
1: Yeah, I've seen, uh, I've seen all sorts in in bins. Uh, I mean, like the tipping situation in some places is fucking ridiculous. But yeah, when, we
0: we didn't have a bin, did we? No, like a, a trash can.
1: Wasn't there? I seem to remember like our downstairs neighbors would just cake that fucking front lawn with with all sorts. Yeah, they, I mean they. I did, I wasn't. Sh- we weren't sure if they were moving or they were just tipping. Shit. Yeah, they were, Yeah, because there's no
0: trash can, so you just put out a bin bag, and then the garbage men come and take it away, like every every two weeks. What the fuck is that? Yeah, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a lot in that, no- that that fucking neighborhood like that. Yeah, mean uh, we, we really was like we were on the threshold of Chiswick, which in itself is a kind of nice area. Yeah. But, I yeah. always remember the terrace houses around there look fucking depressing as fuck.
0: Yeah, I think we were a bit north of the DMZ. Yeah. But only just. But it was
1: You're like, right. it, it, we always used to laugh at it. It was almost fucking cliche because it was, yeah. it was on, well, there was like a railway station in between and we'd yeah. have to like, we'd go over the fucking level crossing whatever, but we literally were on the wrong, the wrong side, side of, of the, the fucking tracks. track. Yeah. I wouldn't say rats... uh a, a massive problem for me i've always thought it was, it was the foxes yeah, yeah we used to get loads around there and, uh, yeah and we used to have yeah i thought we had problems with our downstairs neighbors because they would never put shit in bags you see here's the thing right like where where i live now in mexico
0: you buy your own bin mm-hmm. you buy your own bin you leave it on the curb they come and they take they take the bags away right and and they do that as, as often as you want mm-hmm. you just put your stuff out not as often as you want but it, they come like twice a week I never empty my bin twice a week. I don't need to, but if I wanted to, I could. I just leave the leave the bin there, and they'll take it. In London, if you bought a bin, and you put your garbage in the bin, and you wrote a little note saying, "Hey, Mister Bin Man, please just open the bin up and take my garbage out and put it in the put it in your wagon." Yeah, they wouldn't do that. They they wouldn't do. They wouldn't fucking go anywhere near your bin.
1: Yeah, I because, know because
0: because it's so full of bureaucracy. That, you know, it, it, I was gonna... it's so they follow the rules so strictly, not not because it's logical or anything, but just because they don't have to think about it.
1: Well, i I always figured in the case of bin men, it's not that they're you know, they're following it to a T because of that fucking discipline. I just fi- figured it was an act of laziness. They've been given yeah. like something that you know, um, they've been given an inch and they take a fucking mile. And I've had problems with bins where, um, if you've got the lid, if it's oh if it's overflowing, yeah, you can have like. Uh, like what, a two-inch in, inch, clearance yeah. on the fucking lid and they will be like, I'm sorry, but no.
0: Yeah. And you, well, that that's great because actually that solves both our problems because you don't have to take it and I'll just dump it on the street then. I mean, what do you want me to do? Yeah. You're not going to take my garbage for another two weeks. It's going to be a problem, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they i think almost everywhere in England now—it's they only empty the bins every two weeks.
1: Yeah, because what they do now—they've got one bin. You've got you've got one bin for your general waste, and now you're recycling, so mm-hmm. you've got everything on a fortnight rotation. Yeah, which is a fucking. It used to be a nightmare until I figured out that uh, I don't really give a fuck what I put in the recycling bin at all. What about my kids' diapers?
0: Like, you can't recycle them, so they're just gonna sit there in that bin for two
1: weeks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the would be treating you fucking festooned with Fuck, that shit.
0: Fucking idiots. I think you should just uh, tip in your own garden. Just just have a constant fire. Get a couple of nice tyres going. Throw your nappies
1: on. Close the windows. Seal them up. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> Call the fire brigade just in case. <laughs> yeah, just it looks like, like it's starting to spread. I, Don't worry. Have a coffee. You're, you're like,
0: listen, I've started a fire. I'm not going to tell you where because you'll put it out. But I want you to be in the neighborhood that it's in just in case it gets out of hand. <laughs> Do you reckon they get a lot of calls like that? <laughs> I, I Maybe know. around
1: Acton. I don't know. <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't know. I, I think that um, that cities are generally quite disgusting and dirty. I mean, the only city I've ever seen somebody taking a shit in on the street in daylight was Mexico City. Mm hmm. Right, and that definitely can be quite dirty. The dirtiest place I've ever been to is Naples in Italy. Oh, yeah? Because the the garbage men were on strike for two years.
1: Right, okay. And
0: there were literally, like, tenement block-sized blocks of garbage. Right, okay. Yeah, I mean, there were rats just on the streets. It was kind of like like that's what a city would look like eight or nine years after a nuclear war. Right, like, okay. Like it's recovering, but they still quite haven't sorted the water out yet. <laughs> you know I mean? <laughs>
1: I mean, I, uh, I've never had, I've never really had that much of a fucking vermin problem in London. I mean, I've, I'd see a lot of foxes at night, but that's by the by. I don't really give much of a shit about it. Yeah, honestly. and but... do you
0: know what? I think if if you look at it, everyone gives foxes a bad rap, but they contribute
1: more to the economy than they take away. <laughs> Back that up, please. Yeah, please do elaborate. I'm sure.
0: Well, because uh, they uh, they keep um... they do
1: probably do more f- fucking waste uh, waste refuge management uh, management than the fucking bin men do in a lot of regards. Yeah, uh,
0: I I think so. I think that they highlight an important issue, which is take my fucking bins out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, New York is like I've seen the most scum in one place than I've ever seen. And hey
0: they're... hey hey! They've had a tough tough few years, mate. You know
1: this was like six years ago. They got no fucking excuse.
0: <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah, because all the tragedy in New York has happened since then. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah nothing happened before that. Yeah, yeah.
1: squeaky clean. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was the most vermin I've ever seen in one place. Um, it's when I was going to down to the Staten Island Ferry station. I don't uh-huh. know the name of the area. There's a park outside, and I just remember seeing what I can only call a, a legit, legitimately a swarm of rats. A rat king. There might have been a king amongst the rats. I don't know. I mean, that must have. Someone must have been taking uh, at the helm there because there was fucking dozens of the fuckers. Yeah. I've never seen that many rats together, and they were all kind of yeah moving in packs and stuff, like um, basically just combing over bins, wiping things out like systematically. It was unbelievable. I mean, you could approach these things. Yeah. I mean, it's not like the dead of night, you know. Right. I would see. The, I wouldn't say they. I don't think these things are necessarily nocturnal. But yeah. you think, you know, you pick a time of day for safety's sake. But this is like five o'clock. The sun's just starting to set. It's still pretty bright out. Yeah. But they're just out there, not giving a shit. Yeah. I mean, you can walk up to them. They don't. They seem so nonplussed by people. Yeah. They'll keep their distance, but they're just, oh, it's unbelievable. I mean, that's obviously someone's. You know, part of someone's daily routine to see that all the fucking. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah, it must happen all the time. And you think it would? You think it would be quite, pretty easy to to get on top of? Really? I mean, the, they, they haven't done it. Around, so. Yeah.
1: You can just guess
0: the park, I suppose. Yeah, or yeah, or just just have a couple of guys there with air rifles for the day. I
1: yeah. mean, if like what we we kind of started with is the whole, uh you know, you're never more than six feet away. I mean, if that's what you see on the fucking surface. I mean, God knows how many fucking millions they must have in that fucking city underground.
0: Yeah, it's kind of gross, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm not particularly kind of freaked out by rats, but I mean, like the sheer numbers are fucking terrifying. I mean, what I saw there I wasn't exactly comfortable with. I mean, if that started running all over me, I'd be like, what the fuck do I do? If they
0: started running all over I suppose if anything did, like if, if like seven or eight dogs started to run all over you.
1: I uh, I might laugh at first. Maybe but... what
0: New York needs is that it needs more stray cats and dogs, because dogs will kill rats, mm-hmm. right? I always thought, like, how come your dog didn't kill Jack the Rat? I can't believe I'm calling him Jack the Rat. How come your dog didn't kill Jack the Rat? Oh,
1: she was old at that point. She was she was a really bad-tempered, lazy fuck, you know, oh, right. for, like, twilight years. Yeah, but what about
0: your dog, not your dad? Oh, sorry. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That's, uh, that's kind of appalling, but also at the same time a big city any big cities
1: I know I I, I, but New York I, you
0: think is particularly yeah hard. I kind
1: of I thought I expected a little bit more Yeah. you know I, I thought that was something they kind of would have be on top of probably all coming off Wall Street yeah fucking yeah yeah, yeah. In the fucking, they're all in uh, that tiny stripes. little seats yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> well thank you very much for joining us be sure to check us out on SoundCloud if you're not already on there because you can download this podcast and all our other podcasts from there YouTube if you're watching this on YouTube good that is great nothing else to say about yeah that. like you, comment subscribe. if you're not you can watch this on youtube as well as listen to it should you want to there's loads of stuff on youtube isn't there
1: there's there's a metric fuck ton
0: i i saw a video about a ship bye
1: great sign off there like nice. just like a pro